Welcome to the Four Day Week Podcast, a short podcast about shorter work weeks. I'm your host, Nick Palmer, the CEO of House of Brand Group, a leading Australian strategic insights consultancy based in Sydney, but with people all around Australia. In this podcast series, we want to share a wide variety of perspectives on the benefits and the challenges of shifting to a four-day working week. Today, we're talking to Elena Kerrigan, Managing Director of Think Productive, who shifted to a four-day week all the way back in 2011. Elena shares some of her experiences from over a decade of working a shorter work week and chats about what it was like implementing it back then before anyone else had even started thinking about it. Welcome back to the Four Day Week podcast. Today, I'm joined by Elena Kerrigan. Elena, great to have you on the pod. Hi, thanks for having me, Nick. Thank you for joining us. So Elena is Managing Director at Think Productive, a global training consultancy founded in 2009 by Graham Alcott, best-selling author of How to Be a Productivity Ninja. Through their team of subject matter experts across the globe, they look to inspire and equip people and organizations to transform work for the better through a range of practical human workshops and leadership programs. So prior to joining Think Productive, Elena worked across a number of corporate roles for the likes of Barclays Capital, Daimler Chrysler and John Lang. Um, And normally when we get people to come on the pod to talk about their experiences with four-day weeks, uh, they've been working to a a shortened week for maybe a year or two, you know, like we've been doing about 18 months. But Elena and the Think Productive team have actually implemented a four-day week all the way back in 2011. So not only are we going to talk to more broadly about productivity and how it relates to time, et cetera, and all the work that Elena does as part of Think Productive, but we're also going to be hearing from a real pioneer in this space and hearing about over a decade's worth of experience with shorter work weeks before any of us were even thinking about it or was mm-hmm. even, on, even on the radar. Um, so I'm really looking forward to kind of hearing about that and what kind of what drove that in the first place and and also what the reaction was back then because obviously quite different mm. la- landscape now. But b- before we do that, let, let's hear a bit about what you do at Think Productive, I think. So yeah, just want to tell us what Think Productive mm. does, what you do, how it works, etc. Yeah, I mean, you've done a lovely intro there. Thank you. Oh, that's okay. Um, I'll, try, I'll try and flesh it out a bit like because We say we go in and help these big world-leading organisations, big global brands. We help them to do their best work. You know, what does that actually mean? So I think we start with the leaders. Like we help kind of inspire them to role model and cultivate work cultures that are self-aware and human-centred, sustainably productive and kind. You mentioned Graham Walcott, the founder, and he wrote how to be a productive ninja. His next book is called Kind, and it's about kindness in business. You know, a kind working environment actually drives high performance and engagement. So that's really exciting. Yep. And that's just the leaders and culture piece. We also help the individuals and the teams themselves, um, who typically these days are massively stressed out and overworked. They want to do their best work too. Contrary to what you might yeah. hear from the politicians um, saying everyone's a slacker working from home, people want to do a good job and feel good about work and how and themselves and then have a life outside of work. And that's how we help them. So we we show them how to work smarter, not harder. Um, so they get back in control of their emails, their workloads, make their meetings better. Um, team comms is a massive source of stress these days with like all the different platforms and destruction you know, turning that into a positive tool, um, helping them get confident with their presenting, with their delegation skills, with giving feedback, so much good mm. stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Bear with me because I just get really excited about mm. it all. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and I, I've got to tell you about our 
in January, we're, we're launching two new, really exciting uh, workshops, one around thriving teams and um, kind of cultivating psychological safety and resilience. Um, and then another one about uh, using Microsoft like a productivity ninja. So like, oh, right, okay. I think this one's going to be really popular, like just cutting out all the overwhelm from Microsoft and just getting to the essential, like really great features and apps because there's so much good stuff in there to yeah, kind yeah. of transform your productivity. So we do all of these workshops and keynotes and things in a very practical human way because um, that's how I think productive works, which should probably segue into like the four day week i've um at hasabram we've 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 used you guys before and there's all it, 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 as you say it's leadership down it's all you know tools for the bottom up tools for for the for the team to use but then yeah. kind of ways of thinking that can kind of that can change the way the organization thinks as well and, I, and yeah i know we've all really really benefited from it i'm really interested to hear what you think of kind of the whole realm of productivity in how it relates to kind of four day weeks and things well i think the four-day week is one way of having flexibility in your workplace. You don't have to have a four-day week. Obviously, we've had it for a long time and we'd never go back to a five-day week. But there's so much, there's so many other ways, you know, court hours or um, just flexi time. And like, yeah. there's so many other ways of introducing more flexible ways of working, working from home and hybrid working and all of that, which is now more commonplace and less of a niche thing, um, thankfully. But I think... Just that concept of how, giving people the freedom to manage their own work time and attention and where they focus their 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 next piece of work. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting piece um, for the managers as well. Like you know how you manage outputs, not inputs, and that all that good stuff. Um, I call it the martini culture. Where I don't know if you, we you had the advert in Australia back in the eighties. Anytime, any place, anywhere. Yeah. Remember. So I think it's that concept of working, you know, giving people the freedom to work, you know, okay, I, I need I need to change a scene. I want to go work in a cafe. I need to take a step back. I'm going to go for a walk, um, you know, to think about the big picture. Just giving people that that freedom and trusting them. Um, obviously, with freedom comes responsibility. And, um, you know, there's responsibility on both sides like the managers and the people yeah and we can talk more about that but yeah i think that's an interesting um part of the the productivity piece around four day week and just flexible work in general the talk of kind of the refocus of on outcomes not inputs and when you start doing that mm. all of the ridiculous kind of presenteeism type things and the kind of yeah. the um and and you even find i even find people who i know are very supportive of the four day week idea clients and people like that who are mm. supportive of it they sometimes slip into language which is talking about inputs not outputs and you go hold on mm. you're focusing on the wrong thing here um and um and even just in a consulting world where it's about kind of how many you know you're costing things based on hours it's like well why don't we cost it based on the value it creates or the value it has to the business and doesn't matter how well you want me to take longer to get there you wouldn't you want me i can give it to you now or i can spend 20 hours on it and and then you've got your value for money because i've because yeah. we're basing things on inputs and um and yeah it's it's such an old way of thinking really but it's because it's the measurable way of thinking i think is part of it right it's the thing that's more easily yeah. measurable is the inputs the hours the time sheets the whatever it's much more measurable yeah that's true but like you know imagining me measuring number of emails you respond to them I mean, you know it's just <laughs> yeah. pointless it's 
yeah, are you are you delivering the projects? You know, that's what we need to be measuring. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely more. Yeah, about we like to talk in terms of attention management rather than time management, and you know, finding when your proactive attention time is when you're you know in the flow, really focused, and like really protecting that time and looking after yourself, taking breaks because your brain is like I think it's the muscle that most tires out or hardworking muscle or something in the body. You know, it needs breaks to function at its best. Um and uh, yeah when, when do you work best as well like not every you know some people obviously you know some are morning workers afternoon workers evening workers whatever and this kind of more flexible world is 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 better for that as well people can work when they're going to be most effective and and that's not necessarily going to be about being in the office between nine o'clock and five o'clock every day kind of thing so yeah um, that's right and i think the responsibility side of that is if you're in a team um then you need to be communicating clearly with your colleagues. You know, I really I need to take an hour to be offline um, to do some deep work. Just make sure that that's okay with everyone. You know that they know where you're going to be. That yeah. you know client needs are met, the business needs are met. You know all of that stuff. So it's about respect and uh, trusting each other, but having that good communication amongst the team members as well. There's no kind of passengers. You know, everyone's pulling their weight and is accountable and. Yeah. You, you talked about trust before and it's like kind of three-way trust, right? It's trust between the employee and the, the employee trusts the employer, but the employer trusts the employee, but also that the employees trust each other. And because mm, the other, exactly. the, you, the, you know that everyone's putting their weight. And and I, I think we found in our business that the, the four-day week thing has, has really changed that kind of trust dynamic within the business. There's a much more, it's, it's, it, it is all, you know, everyone treating each other as adults all that kind of stuff that yeah. everyone talks about it just changes the dynamic quite significantly I think um and and it, what kind of I mean I was gonna ask you what trends you're seeing and changing way people work you know are you seeing people starting to do you feel like people are now starting to think more about outputs and inputs are you seeing changing in business models or anything like that or I think not? it's I think it's slow I think there are companies doing this of course um I think one trend that we're definitely seeing is that people are losing patience with toxic work cultures. So if they're not seeing their managers and leaders like actively and practically trying to fix these cultural problems, like, you know, they need to be seeing their managers role modeling this stuff as well. And if they don't see that and they're put under stress and they're pushed to work long hours and unsustainable uh, levels of work and, um, they'll just they just walk out now don't they they'll actively go and seek a job with your competitor who does offer a more flexible trusting authentically connected work culture so i think if you don't want to be left behind you need to start trying to fix those problems because um yeah they're there <laughs> and people won't put up with them anymore which is yeah good for them whether it's the world of social media or whatever just gives people this voice and that this kind of feeling yeah. that it's uh, that you this re realization that it, this isn't okay this is going on in lots of places and it should be called out when it happens and things oh but... yeah yeah they'll call it out you know there's glass door and social media and you know they will use their voice now which is good so let's talk about your experience of four day weeks and uh, i guess more mm -hmm. more specifically the experiences of kind of or what what spurred it on or because obviously there's a lot of companies now that are starting it because 
they've heard other people doing it it's in the news etc mm. and they go maybe we can give this a go they read up all the evidence blah 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 all those kind of things but th- mm. I- i'm assuming a lot of that kind of stuff wasn't there when you started 12 years ago 13 years ago what what kind of spurred it on at the time yeah so um graham the founder of think productive at the time was doing a year's worth of extreme productivity experiments <laughs> okay <laughs> just because he could so yeah. he was doing you know, like emails once a week or something like that like he was working a five to nine instead of a nine to five for a month and like just making decisions based on the roll of a dice like just like all these random productivity experiments so he was very open to you know experimenting he'd read a couple of uh studies or something where it's like for knowledge workers shorter hours are best because there's diminishing returns and that kind of yeah. thing and it he was. He just said, I'd only been at the company a um, couple of months. And he said, I want to, I'd like to see what it's like if we gave our people an extra day of play. And I was like, yeah, okay, twist my rubber arm. Um, <laughs> so he said, can you just look into what would that look like in terms of how do we make it work in terms of hours and cal- you know holiday leave and all of that? Because he's not interested in the details of stuff. That's where I come in. So um he got me looking at all that and um we did a one month trial well, firstly we had we did a baseline um on everyone's productivity and well-being yeah um, so we each did a survey at the end of every day and then um first thing on a monday and last thing on a friday or the last day of the week um and then compared that after a four day so we did that for a month and then did a four day week for a month and did the same survey yeah. and um it turned out that most of us <laughs> preferred prefer to work a four-day week our four-day week was the same hours per year as someone on a five-day week so yeah. that's how we yeah started the experiment and um that meant slightly longer days monday to yeah. thursday and then one friday in f- uh four we worked to make up the rest of the hours so that it would feel fair for those that were part on part doing part time that kind of thing and yeah we had an intern who was like he struggled with the longer days yeah um, his focus and attention um so we thought okay well why don't we just make it an optional thing everyone does the experiment and the surveys you don't need to tell anyone what your results are but you decide whether you want to go with a four day or a five day week right so yeah. that's how we started off and actually we continued with that for many years um I don't know maybe six years or something yeah so we've been doing it 12 years and then we do review it every so often as a team we're like oh how are we getting on with it anything we need to look at and stuff and um after a few years we decided well look we have real confidence in this we know that it it does bring us well-being and productivity um benefits like so you know overwhelming overwhelming benefits and everyone on the team at that point was a four-day weeker so we're like why don't we just say we're a four-day week employer everyone that we employ now will be on a four-day week and we reduce it so we're working just the regular nine to five thirty so we weren't doing the slightly longer i think it was nine to six thirty or something like that but we reduce it to regular hours and one friday a month we all voted and we've we've since re-voted for this to keep our one friday a month which is kind of like a secret friday so it's it means that we can all cover get provide client client cover there's always someone on the team that can provide client cover and you know as a small head office that's quite important to have that business continuity as well to ensure everyone knows but also it's a day where 
no one's expecting you to be in in the you know in the team or whatever you've got no meetings you can actually get a lot of progress done on your own projects and stuff so we have voted to keep that one friday month um yeah. but yeah we, we we work the same nine to five thirty as people on a five-day week same um, pay we didn't reduce pay we didn't reduce holidays anything like that in fact we all gained holidays when we introduced the four-day week because you got the extra friday yeah, there's uh, someone, I mean, uh, there's all the kind of like, oh, you've got 50% more weekend and, some, and someone else described it to me as you got, you've got 50 more days leave a year. It's like, oh yeah, that's quite that, like when you start thinking about it in those terms. But yeah. um, I, I like the idea of a secret Friday. I think, um, you know, from time to time, I and some of the other team, you know, you get a bit of work done on Friday, just like maybe you would have done at the weekend in old days, just, just the odd little bit here and there when you really need to do balance out the rest of your week but no one expect no one knows you're around or expects you to be there so you actually it's very productive like you can just you mm. know do a couple of hours of I don't know hardcore admin or something like that that you just need to be not distracted for and, and it is it does feel like a kind of a, a secret Friday so to speak but yeah uh, but sometimes it's also like I sometimes work on a Friday to give me more balance because I don't when I say work on Friday I mm. mean do an hour or two and it's very it's yeah, not yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, it's not very frequent maybe I just needed a more balanced day like a, one of the other days in the yeah. week I needed to not go quite so hard at it or I had a school thing to go to or something like that and then yeah. it's kind of so it, and uh, you know if we if the idea is to if the idea of four day weeks is to bring more balance in your life sometimes the way to get more balance I find is to you know use that friday as a little bit of a overflow day but it, you're absolutely right you don't want it to become yeah. the norm and you don't want it to become there's some people who always ended up working on fridays anyway and there's most people aren't because that's that's when it's really that's when they start resenting it they're really resenting exactly. it. exactly yeah you don't want that resentment or guilt or martyrdom or any of that but 100 percent agree with the that flexibility that it does give you that overflow if you've been a bit ill or whatever you know you just I'll just do a bit then instead. Um, but it's just keeping those lines of communication open so that everyone knows it's not an expectation. But every now and then there's a kind of a business critical thing where we need someone that's normally very, very short task and we just need someone to log in and check something or whatever. Yeah. Um, and we find that like there's 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 multiple people who are happy to do it because they get the every other Friday off. They, they're getting every other mm -hmm. Friday off. And so they just have to kind of give a bit here to get a lot back then that's you know that's really good and they and nobody wants clients to turn around and say this is unsustainable <laughs> and therefore we have to cancel the, have to cancel the whole thing so you know what we didn't tell our clients about our four-day week for uh, yeah about six or seven years because it just what it was something that we were worried that they wouldn't understand and that we weren't going to be there for them uh obviously it's very different now yes it's a much more mainstream idea and the optics are great um, but yeah, we, we we didn't want anyone to feel like they were being impacted negatively by us taking that extra day for ourselves. Because um, oh, I was going to ask, how was the reaction at the time? But obviously, you've kind of talked about it internally, but it sounds like you didn't really tell anyone. So you don't know. No. what. But but I guess the key thing is people didn't really notice. Right. So they didn't. No, no one no... noticed. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but now it's on our out of office and, you know, they've, they've got ways of getting in touch with someone. I mean, all of our clients are great and they're very much for it. But um, but some of them are particularly good. If they email on a Friday, they'll say either, either they'll say, um, you know, I know you guys aren't here today. I'm not expecting you to respond, which is good. The better ones say, how was your weekend? Which is a real kind of like 
I'm not mm. expecting you to read this on Mon- till Monday. Yeah, so I'm going to, I'm going to address you like, it, I'm gonna, going to address you like it's Monday. And then I've got other clients who say on, when they call me on Thursday, they say happy Friday. So they kind of really embrace it and stuff. And that's, oh, I think that, that's nice. I, I think that's really good. So, so just to clarify, now you're all, all working four day weeks, but you, someone is there on a Friday, you take turns to do a Friday basically. So yeah. Every, yeah. yeah. Okay. And that allows you yes. to have kind of client continuity when you need it, but everyone other, other than that is on the, on the four day weeks. Yeah. yeah. Also keeps us grounded because it make, makes us really appreciate all the other Fridays. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I bet you do. When we uh, when we have to work a Friday because there's a public holiday in the week, we are I, I certainly really appreciate that Friday the next week. So just like thinking back over the years, do you feel like the 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 benefits to you or to the company have kind of changed over that time? Yeah, I think it stays the same. We're still really grateful for it after all these years. And even if the whole world changed to four day week, I think we'd still be grateful that we, we, we have a three-day weekend. I think the biggest kind of unexpected gift was that was the um, impact thinking, that it it kind of, um, what naturally comes with the four-day week is that um, it's like that pre-holiday feeling where you know you're going on holiday at the end of the week, right, what do I really need to focus on? So yeah. it gives you that natural focus um, to really think, right, what is the big impact work that I need to be focusing on? Who do I really need to speak to? what is less important that I can part. So it it just, just gives you that sharper focus naturally. Um, and that seems obvious, doesn't it? But yeah. it means that people are asking questions like, am I really needed at this meeting? Can you help me prioritize my projects? Um, I want to streamline this process. Uh, so all these questions are great for any business. And I think you should be encouraging them anyway. And we had that mindset anyway, because of the productivity work that we do. Yeah. But it just fully opened the doors to that. And I think the flip side of that impact thing, thinking that it naturally uh, encourages is that it can be quite intense when you're working yep. four days. I don't know if you've found that. I think what's important there is to make sure that you're offering the team the support that they need to be able to work smarter, not harder. Yep. So that they've got the tools they need to be on top of their emails, um, to you know, to delegate, to do all that stuff. So the, the, the tools support them with the tools, but also create a trusting environment yep. where you're giving them that freedom to, and that discretion to manage what they do in their day. And you're role modeling as the manager, you're role modeling that the breaks, like taking breaks, taking, like I take a lunch, one hour lunch break every day. And I, you know, we all tell each other, I'm going to lunch. Like we tell each other when we're doing it. So it's kind of yep. a culture of we're taking breaks. I'm going to get a tea and there's no guilt. There's no like I'm going for a walk, like all these things. So it's just kind of reminding people, especially new people that join. So when they join Think Productive, they're on five day a week for the for the first three months while they get to know their role and responsibilities. And they might do some L&D and um, stuff on the Friday, but it also gives them the space to kind of see where the opportunities are to work smarter, not harder in their role and like not try and do it all at once. Right. Yeah, so yeah. They have that have that space uh, for three months, and then they they feel supported, kind of when they join the four day week world. That's such a great idea from a kind of a as you say from an intensity point of view. We we definitely feel that increased intensity. What we feel is that you can deal with it because you've got more energy because you've mm. had more downtime, and therefore you can run at stuff a little bit that little bit harder because you come back on a Monday refreshed because you've had three days off. 
Um, yeah. And by the time you get through Monday, meet, Monday, Monday morning meetings and things like that, you're only three and a half a days away from the from the weekend. So you can, you can you can kind of go at it quite quickly because you know it's not not that far to the end of the week. But you know, there's the kind of the concept. I mean, there isn't a hump day because there's a, an even number of days, but you don't have that concept of a hump day because it just doesn't kind of exist in your week anymore because mm. of the way you attack your week slightly differently. You know, we have a Wednesday morning team check-in, which is now halfway through our week. So it's kind of feels mm. crazy. And you kind of feel like the week's just started and you're already already halfway through, which is which is good, but it, it's a good reminder that, okay, and now how are we going to run at the second half of this week kind of thing? So I like what you said about, do I need to be in that meeting and things like that? Because a lot of the talk is about, oh, we're doing this by reducing the number of meetings we go to and things like that. And my aunt kind of come back to that. Like, that's not necessarily, it's, it's not about doing less meetings. It's about questioning whether you need to be in them. Something might be doing yeah. more meetings. It might be <laughs> fast tracking the process by having more conversations about it. So I think there's kind of a, it's not just... Oh yeah. It's not just an efficiency play, right? It's not just cutting out the inefficient bits in your week, but sometimes it's about building in those check-ins and things like that. But yeah, yeah. we have a daily huddle every morning. Um, but then Wednesdays is our no meetings day. So we yeah. have a full day where we know obviously if a client wants a meeting, we'll do it. But like we try and steer people away from Wednesdays and internally we don't have meetings on a Wednesday. And in, in it means that we know we've got that day to really hunker down. Yeah. Yeah, because like obviously there's different models. So our our team, not, none of us work Fridays as a general rule. Um, some people obviously do shift work. Some people do nine day fortnights and things like that. Sorry, when I say shift work, I mean uh, you know it's either some people are off different days in the week or people take turns off and things like that. But um, but yeah, it's it's obviously it's about whatever industry you're in and what do you need to do to yeah. keep the business going, right? And, yeah, I think that's what our kind of model demonstrates is that we basically made it up there was no rule book back in the day and we made it work for us and every company will be different you know for us Fridays were generally quieter client-wise anyway so it makes sense for everyone to take Friday off but um I know lots of people that really enjoy having Wednesdays off um so yeah and for their sector that's fine so because some people take the the middle day off because it's um you know, it breaks up the week and gives you that rest in between. But but then a lot of people would prefer to have the the big chunk of the the longer weekend. But it's the people are different. They have different lives as well, right? So yeah. Um. You know, if depending on whether you've got kids and whether they're at school or daycare and what daycare days you can get and all those kind of things, different things are going to work for different people. What the other family members, partners, etc. What days they have off or do or don't work, and things all yeah. all come all comes into it. But yeah, I think it depends what you what you're used to. If you've worked, you know, many years in a five day week job, you're going to really appreciate the four day week um, move, right? And you know, when Graham and I set this up, neither of us had kids. Um, yeah, it was it wasn't about that. Um, but the day that my daughter was old enough to go to school, and I realised. Oh my god! I've got Fridays on my own. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like amazing. The the Friday to yourself to either do the chores, do the whatever, do the, run the errands, or take the time out for yourself. Or whatever you choose to do is is that that Friday with the kids at school is is amazing. Yeah, I guess kind of as a parting thought because I I don't like I don't like bragging about it because I know there's so many people that aren't on it yet, but I do feel like there's so much that people can do to make their work more manageable sorting out the culture in your organization like you know making sure you you do leave on time I always say work smart break hard leave on time like that's what I've always said kind of 
So make sure you're taking those breaks and leave on time. You know, have that life after life outside of work. Yeah. And that is possible even without a four day week. Um, you can you know learn the skills to make space in your day to, and make space in your week to like um review and make sure you're focusing on the right stuff and get on top of your emails and your workflow and all of that all of that stuff but also if you do have a manager who is open to understanding the benefits of having rested employees who you know when you come in you know on a monday like you said the start you know you come in rested and recovered and just you're much more open to ideas and opportunities yeah like when you're making decisions they're not coming from a place of stress and like i haven't had a break over the weekend like uh, i don't i can't fit any more ideas or new projects on my plate just like you stick with the status quo don't you yeah get your head down yeah but if your if your work environment can be more like a four-day week workplace where you're thinking about impact like what what are the big things that i should be focusing on um, how can we create space in our team for like uh, deep work and like maybe a no meetings afternoon or, you know, take one hour a day where you go offline and you don't check your emails and or start your day without looking at your emails first, but deciding what your priorities are in terms of your projects. And yep. then if then check your emails and if there's a fire in there, deal with it, but otherwise stick to what you want to progress so there's loads of things that you could be doing to make your work life happier, more sustainable and m- more like the four day week vibe. Yeah, hundred percent. And, and actually, I guess what's really interesting is kind of stuff, all that stuff you've talked about, the kind of stuff, the way you help people and companies actually can be a really real four day week enabler, right? Because if you can help people mm. get more out of the time then, and be more productive, then that can enable them to lose a day in their week of work time and still be just as productive and i think that you, know, you yeah. guys are probably going to be in in high demand i guess as people start to i'm sure you're in high demand already but i'm yeah. sure you're being in higher <laughs> demand as people feel the need to go okay if we're going to do this four day weeks we're going to have to become even more disciplined yeah. productive get these tools in place that you know exactly the kind of things you just talked about yeah we, we can definitely help with all of that and i think that's the key like support the overloaded worker because they're worried about losing one of their days um, they want to work move to the four day week, but they would be like they're worried about the extra stress that's going to mean for them. So yep. support them. Yeah, we definitely had some people like that when we first looked at moving who needed that. They were kind of like, sounds great for other people, kind of, mm-hmm. but, you know, but um, yeah. yeah. So you had to work through that with them and help and really help them. But OK, so I've got a final question, which I ask everyone on the pod, which is if you had to convince someone that they should adopt or seriously consider adopting a four day work week in their company, what would be the one thing you would tell them? It's win win. Like, really, it's win win for the individuals doing it. And then the team at the, the company, like it, we are successful at Think Productive because of the four day week, not in spite of it. And, you know, we manage it with a small core team. So if we can do it, yeah, it's it's, it's something we would never go back. We'd never go back to a five day week. Brilliant. And that's from someone who's been doing it for 12 or 13 years. So great. So that is something I kind of go, oh, lots of us have been doing it for a year and a half, two years, that kind of stuff. And it's like, oh, does it start getting wound back and things like that? But to sort of hear from someone who's been doing it for 12 years um, and still going strong is, gives gives a lot of confidence. It's for the st- sustainability of the people as well as the business. That's another yep. um, good soundbite. <laughs> okay. And where can we where can we find you? Where can we find Think Productive, web address, et cetera? Yeah, everywhere. Just type in Think Productive. We're all over the world. There's actually loads of free resources on our website. So we've got 
a four day week page on the UK site. We've got a four day week page where we talk about our four day week and how we did it. And there's a PDF there, which is our one page recipe for success for for, for the four day week. So you can download that for free. Uh, There's we've got a free webinar recording on our YouTube channel, which has got actually got loads of free webinars on our YouTube channel. But there's one called The Secret of a Happy Team. So that's about our four day week if you're interested. And yeah, we we run free webinars live every month. So just go in any part of the world. So just go on our website, productive.com and uh, go to your region of the world and uh, come along, join us at a free webinar or yeah, or, or watch them back on YouTube. And we can help. We can help, obviously, if you need need us to come in and help your leaders and uh, your people you know where we are we'll stick a couple of those links in the podcast description for people um and, and what about you you're on linkedin as elena kerrigan yeah, i'm on linkedin i'm on linkedin elena.kerrigan i think look me up yeah let's be friends i go on my soapbox and rant about stuff so <laughs> Good. i get that's, excited that's, about things and rant about things that's what linkedin's for isn't it yeah brilliant thanks very much elena it's been wonderful to talk to you um and sharing all those those decades of experience with your four-day oh, weeks thanks so much for having me and um good luck with the four day week i don't think you need it but um yeah continue (laughs) doing what you're doing thank you thanks for listening to the four day week podcast stay up to date about new episodes by following house of brand group on linkedin and don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so the new episodes with different perspectives on four day work weeks turn up directly in your podcast feed next time.